Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the First and Ten Podcast with me Ross and him Dave. Afternoon. How are you doing? How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, I'm Yourself? good. I feel much better than uh, much better than last week. We're finally having a healthy podcast. I know. Unbelievable. It's only five weeks as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not too bad. Just no. warming up, won't we? Yeah, exactly. We're not quite as injured as most of the NFL is currently as well. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, on the show this week, takeaways of the week, your community questions, and there is a hell of a lot of them, so thank you for that. And then our game previews. Uh, our bets of the week will be up on the website again later in, in the week, towards the weekend, so check out those on there. Takeaways of the week then, Dave. Let's kick off with your first one. Okay, so I feel like this is a bit of a bold one. I don't know, but I feel like the Rams have a legitimate chance to go 16-0 and this year. Oh, they, uh, <laughs> they're such a good team, and... Like, look at the schedule. I, I mean, I, I know you won't want to hear this, but there's not that many. There's a couple of games. If they get through them, they've got the Packers, yeah. the Saints, and probably the Eagles. If they get through them, there's a lot of beatable teams, including the Seahawks. Well, they're going to put 50 on us this weekend. That's almost guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, so I think they're such a good team. And, yeah, I, think, I feel like the schedule sets up well. They play them teams. I think they've got the um, Packers and Saints back-to-back, but I think the rest of it, yeah, the rest of the games are very winnable. Yeah, they, they put pay to the Vikings with kind of not a lot of fuss even, was it, last week? The score's yeah, kind was... of closer than the game suggested it was. Yeah, they yeah they were comfortable the whole way through that, really, weren't they? They mm. And that's that's what it's felt like all, all season. They've just been... They've not even kicked a, into a, gear yet, have they? Yeah, they've been a level above every team, and they've blown teams out without even really getting into second gear. I read a stat that they've run, I think, 56 or 46 play action passes this season. It works perfectly for them, doesn't it? I think yeah, you've got that threat of Todd Gurley, and then you've got Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup, and Robert Woods, and everyone else streaking down the field. You can't cover all these guys, it's impossible. And they all seem to be getting about 10 catches every single game somehow. I don't know, yeah. I don't know if there's enough balls to go around, but they seem to be getting them. <laughs> Yeah, Cooks has got almost 500 yards already through, what, four games? Which is just amazing. Averaging 17.4 yards a catch. He was such a good deep threat for the Patriots last year. Yeah, Gurley's already got three, uh, almost 400 yards as well on the ground. He's, yeah, and he's probably got not far off that receiving, hasn't he? Well, yeah, probably he's got, uh, he got 200 yards receiving as well as his 400 yards rushing this season already. It's just unbelievable. And it doesn't... It doesn't feel like he's actually being worked that hard either. It's not that they're pounding him into the ground. He just no. gets lots of yards. Yeah, every time he gets the ball. He's had uh, 15 receptions. He's had 79 carries, but that doesn't seem like it has taken any sort of toll on him because he's just getting easy, easy yards all the time. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, they're very fun to watch. Uh, say, I'm, I'm, I guess you're not a neutral, but I feel for the neutral, they're... Uh, yeah, they're a very easy team to root for. Oh yeah, I, I listened to the game on Thursday night because I was at work, and they sound like an exciting team. And I watched the game back, and yeah, they they, they just score points for fun. Like the, their drives are like two two play drives, three play drives, five play drives. It's like they're they're playing a different game almost to everyone else, apart from maybe the, maybe the Chiefs. They're yeah. playing their own game when everyone else is playing different football. And the Chiefs, you feel like that defense will eventually come back to bite them. Yes, the Rams. There's no obvious weakness, really. No. Or there's little weaknesses, but nothing that's going to really throw them off. You're going to have to have someone playing almost a perfect game against them, and the Rams may be on a little bit of an off night for them to be taken down. It's 
Yeah, it's already looking ominous for the rest of the league, I would say. Yeah, and now I'm hoping it's a one-season thing, because they can't pay all those guys, <laughs> surely. Well, I'll guess Sue is probably either a take-a-cut-price cut deal next year, which yeah. doesn't seem very Sue, or leave, really, which I imagine they knew that when they were signing him. I don't think it was ever a long-term thing for the Rams. No, you can't keep him plus Peters and Tlaib and... Donald and all that lot without paying any of your offensive players as well. Cook's got a big deal and you've got you've got to play Goff and Gurley the next couple of years as well. So they're they're doing what the Cowboys should have done. Exactly. The, Cow- the Cowboys have absolutely wasted this window with Dak Prescott. Yeah. Give him all this stuff around him to help him, but yeah, the Rams have just gone out they're very much in win now mode and they're doing it right, really. Yeah, they are. Yeah, the Cowboys have done the absolute flip of that, haven't they? They've done <laughs> yeah. nothing to help Dak Prescott at all. Yeah, it's not good in, in uh, Dallas for them. No, well, sticking with the NFC West, my first takeaway is Al Thomas and the last sight I'm ever going to see of him playing for the Seahawks is him flipping off the Seattle sideline as he was carted away. Yeah, it's a, a tough happy. one to watch that. I'm not happy with that. You, you didn't have to play. This has been my, my stance on this. He didn't have to come back and play. He could have held out. Le'Veon Bell's ankles are perfectly fine right now. Uh, fair enough, <sighs> he's, he's given, given away lots of money each week, but... You didn't have to come back and play. No one forced you to. You wanted to come back and you didn't want to pay the fines. You wanted to get paid for this season. The Chiefs were working on a trade, apparently, as as late as Tuesday, Wednesday last week. That's that's now dead in the water. I find it really hard because I think I feel like I come out on the Thomas side on this one. Yeah, I think I feel like the players are expected to give so much loyalty to teams, and they teams are, just yeah. don't really have it. The other way, mm. like, like Bell, we know that the Seas aren't going to pay him. Yeah, and he's he could like um, I saw an article from Maurice Jones Drew about it, and he said he held out, and then he ended up coming back week one because he didn't want to let his teammates down and let the team down that he's been with his whole career. Yeah, and then he picked up an injury, and that was him done. He never got that big payday. Oh yeah. So I I feel I see both sides of it. Uh, I think it's just. I think mean, it's just the business, isn't it? I, uh, yeah, it's a tough one it for is, me. It's murky to get into, but Thomas has earned eight eight point five million dollars this year. Yeah, it's not like it's a terrible deal for him this year, is no, it? I it's... can't feel bad for him. Like, no, <laughs> it's yeah, it's a hard one. So he's, I think, I guess he wanted that last big contract, didn't he? But yeah. I, I... Also, the uh, Arizona the Arizona Stadium is the the stuff of nightmares for Seahawks. Obviously, lost Super Bowl Forty Nine there, and literally oh, every, every single one of the Legion of Boom has gone down in that stadium and have never what? played for the Seahawks again. What happened in Super Bowl Forty Nine? I've completely forgotten that one. I can't remember that one. No. But... Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, last year we lost Sherman and Chancellor there. <laughs> yeah, and then this year Thomas goes down there as well. It's like your bogey stadium. Yeah, it's horrendous. But yeah, that's Sherman. my first takeaway. <laughs> the end of the yeah. Seahawks. Well, what's the, what's the what's your second one this week? Oh. I think that I may have been underrating the Titans a bit, or really? quite a lot, because I felt like their couple of wins I've had so far this season, I felt more, I've come out of them thinking more about the opposition, how have, how have the Jags and how have, um, who was the other, oh, the Texans lost to them, Yeah, but maybe we should be giving, like, giving them credit for getting through their weeks without basically their whole offensive line mm. and a quarterback that can actually throw the ball. They've managed to get them wins and now Mariota's sort of got a bit healthier that was a big win on Sunday for them yeah well, it's finally time that Corey Davis has stepped up nine receptions 161 yards and a touchdown 
Uh, Mariota's yeah. decent stat line, 30 for 43 for 344 and two touchdowns. Hey, it's... And I feel like all the teams in that division are pretty flawed. Yeah. And they could really come out of it. And then if they get into that playoffs on a bit of a run, they're def- they've got a lot of pieces there to, that could really make some noise. They've got a solid defence. That's what's kept them going in these, in these games where they, even though, even though they've lost, they've, they've still been in it. They've not been blown out by anyone. And they can give anyone a game. Yeah, and I think I think that's, if you go into the playoffs, that's all you really need. Mm. Look at the the Giants when they won their Super Bowls. Yeah. They, they weren't, they weren't really the best team in the league, but they had a decent defence, and Eli Manning got hot. The same with the Ravens, wasn't it, with Flacco? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like Mariota could definitely do that. I don't think he's, I don't think he's incredible or anything, but I think he's good enough to, uh, to give them a chance. One thing they do need is Derek Henry to start playing, stop being soft. For a guy of his size, he looks like he's afraid to get hit. It's just bizarre, isn't it? He's, you see Dion Lewis taking it into the hole and running hard. Yet Derek Henry's trying to bounce outside and not get not get through too much contact. It seems strange. Yeah, he it looked it seemed like this was going to be his time to really step up and yeah, this was going to be his year with no Demarco Murray, back, shouldn't he? Yeah, really, but he's, he's not. But even when he's having his getting his chance, he's barely getting any yards. He just he yeah. looks so eight rushes for twenty four yards. Yeah, it's just not good enough, is it, for a team that. I think I think they want to run the ball. I just don't think they've been able to because yeah. the Russian game has been so bad. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, yeah, um, one of our listeners, Dave, will be especially happy to listen to that, and he's a big Titans fan. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he yeah, was down just, coming to the season, so I just think there's a lot of flawed teams there. See, and while I think they've got their flaws, I feel like they're a team that could, if things break right for them, end up somehow sort of get into the Super Bowl when, or well, get into the playoffs for sure. And then once you're in the playoffs, you just don't know, do you? Well, yeah, the South is an odd division, isn't it? Yeah, so four teams that you I feel like you could what make a case for all of them. No. No, you definitely can't trust the Jags. The Colts is all on Andrew Luck, but he has the ability to, to do it. If T.Y. Hilton stays fit, then those two alone could win enough games to get those three to the playoffs. Yeah, without a doubt. And then the Texans, you know what you've got there. You've got the solid defence, and if Watson does kind of capture some of that form from last year then they're, they're a danger as well with uh, Hopkins and Will Fuller yeah so it's uh, yeah I feel like you can make an argument for all four teams in that division I just don't I, yeah I, I wouldn't want to make a strong case for any of them either though it's a <laughs> yeah it's a weird one <laughs> no I think that's fair um, my second takeaway of the week is the amount of injuries that we've seen this weekend obviously Earl Thomas was the first one but the, some Big time injuries all around the league, and they're trying to make the game safer. But players are still getting injured because it's still a contact sport. There's only so many ways you can kind of safen it up, if that's the word, without kind of taking it away from being football, making it flag football almost. Yeah, it's it's hard, isn't it, finding that balance? Yeah. Uh, See, so when you have players like Matthews last week calling call it out, uh, call the league soft, and yeah. all this stuff. These players are—they're still people. Do you know what I mean they've got a ten-year career? And then look at some of these old guys you see coming out into the fields. They look—they're like sixty years old, but they look like they're about eighty-five. <laughs> and we don't want that, do we? They—they—we want them to have a healthy life after football. And yeah, you want them to just retire in their—not pr- in their prime, but on the, just on the backside of their prime and live a nice, healthy life after it. But yeah, yeah and, some of them. Yeah, there's. 
it's it, just a, it's always going to be that way, isn't it? I think in this sport, I mean, there's always going to be. It's some injuries. of the real, really tragic injuries. The, the worst one for me was Tyler Rifer this week. After getting back, yeah. looking good from his, his back injuries and seemingly shrugging him off, breaks his ankle and it looked hideous as well. It's just horrible, isn't it? Every season for him, there's something. He's and, such a weapon. Yeah, and things like an like leg breaks, it's just bad luck, isn't it? It's not that's not someone being injury prone. It's not like someone constantly putting their hamstring, is it? A, a, a leg break like that is just yeah. Just bad luck. pulling his hamstring every time is down to him being. Probably too muscly, trying to run too yeah. hard, and not not the team not letting him recover enough. But yeah, Eifert's injury and L. Thomas's injury and Gronk having his ankle turned and OJ Howard suffering a sprained MCL. Those sort of things they're going to happen in the sport. But it's sad to see every week when the, the best better players are leaving the games. It makes the league a worse place. It's mm. we all we want is the stars play their best, really, don't we? It's yeah, that's yeah, that's what you want to see is what you pay. The yeah. Money for. Yeah, right now it's yeah, it's a shame to see some of these players. Mm. Yeah, so it's a bad time to be a tight end in the NFL. I think. <laughs> yes, it is. They seem to be dropping like flies. Yeah, they're the biggest guys as well. Anyway, anyway what's your your third takeaway this week? So my third one, I've had to sort of think of one on the fly here because I had the first two and then this <laughs> third one, I wasn't sure which way to go. But I am getting back out my banners and going Hugh Jackson out. <laughs> Hugh Jackson out. Oh, he is just. That team, how they've managed to lose that game, I don't. I know there was the bad uh, officiating, yeah. But they still let the Raiders go all up the field and score, and they're winning in overtime. Yeah, score three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That defense, and I get that that's not all on you, but I'm just going to blame him for everything anyway. <laughs> but that defense. Well, yeah. But that, that defense has got too much talent to be giving up 45 points to anyone, let alone the Raiders. Like Cook. Yeah, it's... Oh, in some ways, it's probably good for the Browns that they might edge them closer to getting rid of him because mm. if he doesn't... This team is too talented to be a 2-3 win team again. It's Yes. And how, he's, how he held on to his job last season, I don't know, but... Yeah, it's got to change. And yeah. until until that changes, and he, him, Greg Williams are gone, then this team's just going to be the same team, no matter who they have there. And it's just a waste of some really good players. Yeah, it really is, especially on the defensive side. On the offensive side, they come alive. Baker Mayfield has sparked a revival here. Yeah. He completed half of his passes, two touchdowns, two interceptions. You're going to get that from a rookie quarterback. But, but running the ball as well, Nick Chubb, three carries for 105 yards. One of the most bizarre... <laughs> Games ever, like yeah, three carries and two massive touchdowns. Yeah, there. huge two sixty odd yard runs almost. Yeah, I feel like he's <laughs> going to become a bit of an overrated player in the next couple of weeks. And like, I imagine we picked up a lot in fantasy and oh, then dropped in a couple yeah. of weeks. When I'm quite happy sticking he's... with Carlos Hyde in fantasy because he's the, oh, yeah. the bell cow there definitely. Yeah, see, that's the thing. The offense they've got good pieces. Yeah, like between with Landry, uh, Callaway's good, and Joku's good, Hyde's good. Yeah. Mayfield give them a spark and then yeah they, they're just too good to be losing these sort of games yeah no that, that is fair that is fair <clears throat> my third takeaway then will be um, well I just spoke about injuries the players coming back from injuries or well, suspensions more than anything there's um, some big name players coming back this week aren't there yeah, you could uh, make up a pretty good offence with some of these players that are coming back well and defence. Uh, yeah, some big names. Yeah. Like Edelman and Ingram are the first two that 
spring to mind. Yes. Also, um, for the Ravens, Jimmy Smith is back, and yeah. his stats when he is on the field, their defense is like top five. He is a massively impactful player, and they've they've been pretty good as it is. So getting another big piece like that back could that division's right up for grabs. Yeah, I really like the Ravens this year. Yeah, they they look back to that Ravens of probably two, three years ago that mm. they're not necessarily doing it in a way that makes you want to watch them every week, but no. they're just grinding out wins. and They're old school football, aren't they? Yeah, and you know they're going to be that team that's in the playoffs giving every team a good match. Yeah, yeah, they're another, interesting to watch. I like the purple as well, but also there's uh, David Irving's back for the Cowboys. That should help their def- defensive line, especially. And uh, yeah, Vontae's perfect is back for the Bengals. See how he lasts <laughs> before his next suspension. It's, it's always fun. <laughs> a little sweepstake on a perfect suspension. How long is he going to last? They're playing. When are they playing Pittsburgh? Two weeks time. They're playing Pittsburgh. Oh, I'll take that one. <laughs> so he can be back for a game and a half before he gets. Uh, it's probably worth it if you're a Bengals fan. <laughs> yeah. Just is it Mark? Is it Mark Sanchez back this week? So I'm sure he'll be <laughs> on a starting lineup soon. <laughs> I'm Robert sure Turman for the really... Colts to add to the Colts um, five, six uh, running backs in that backfield that they've got now. Yeah, they've got a lot of very average running backs, haven't they? Yeah, I'm surprised Turbin's still in the league. He was yeah, Marshall this... Links back, back up in the Seahawks about five years ago. Yeah, he's, yeah, he does seem to have just hung around, doesn't he? He's like, oh, he's still in the league. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, just constantly like the third running back on the team. Yeah, he is. Well, good, good on you, Robert. Good, good job, I think. Yeah, you've got a career, so... Yeah, probably don't have to do too much. Just turn up on match days. No. Turn up and train. It's yeah. the dream, that. Come up, run the ball four or four times, and uh, off you go. Pick up your paycheck. Uh, lovely. <laughs> right then, let's get into some community questions, because we've got a lot this week. Let's start with Facebook. Uh, from Peter Lawrence. Are American football fans the most bitter and witch-hunting in any sport? Uh, he's a Broncos fan, and all he sees is people screaming to the bench, uh, to, oh, to bench quarterbacks and to fire head coaches. Uh, especially after last night's game. Uh, I, I feel like it's just a sports fan thing, isn't it? Yeah. I think uh, American football fans are the most bandwagony fans of any sport. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're probably right. But I think it's, it's to the nature of the sport. It's uh, it's only a short season. You you jump on something that's hot and you stick with it until it's not. Yeah. Anymore. And 3-4 wins is a lot in, in the NFL, isn't it, compared to most other sports. Yeah. Three, four wins, two, or even two, three wins in a row, and a team. All of a sudden, you think, "Oh, yeah, they could, they could win everything." And yeah, they the Dolphins last week. Yeah, they. Yeah, they couldn't have looked further from that. It's on fire right now. Yeah, I, I feel like it's just a sports fan thing. I say, so I know from being a football fan through the years and plenty of other sports that teams are, like fans are always going to call for the managers and head coaches to go and yeah, one. One missed chance, and a striker's basically the worst striker in the world, and they'll score next week, and they're a hero again. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same with the NFL, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, to take it to English football, I'm a Leeds fan. We've had the best start in, seems like, forever. But I'm still thinking, man, maybe this player can be playing, this guy needs to be dropped. It's like, you're never going to be fully happy unless you're winning every single game, and that's just not possible. No, I'm a fan, seemingly, this year. And I think for the Broncos specifically, that was a bad loss, and... Yeah, it's not been the best start as a head coach for him, is it? There, and I can see why things would start be starting to turn a little. Yeah, yeah, um, they were leading, weren't they? And then they gave it up in the last yeah, four, that yeah. ten point lead they had, and 
say I feel like the Chiefs will probably be able to do that to a lot of teams, but mm. it's I think like you lose a game with a ten point lead to a division rival, it's always gonna there's always going to be a bit of a reaction to that, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. Keenan wasn't that bad, really. He, he gives you what Case Keenan does. He didn't throw any touchdowns, but it was uh, 21 of 33 for 250 yards and an interception. I mean, that's not great, but what else have you got there? No, and to be honest, I don't really know what they were, would be expecting when they signed him. I feel like yeah. if he, if they got the Vikings at the Keenum of the Vikings last season, then it would probably been a massive shock because yeah, that's that was... Not that was yeah, that was the unusual season of his career, wasn't it? That wasn't that wasn't the norm. No, um, not at all. Yeah, I yeah, I sort of see it with them, and I think they're in a weird spot really because they're sort of an all right team, but yeah. and they've got some good players, but they're not they don't really feel like a threat to win it all, and they don't really feel like a threat to be one of the worst in the league either. They're, they're just middle of the road, and that's almost yeah. the worst place to be. Is, <laughs> you haven't yeah. even got the you haven't got the hope of all oh, we might get a, the number one pick next year and then be good again it's yeah you're going to be drafting like 15 16 17 and just get just outside of the the premium players and just before the, the next level of players that you don't really want that much yeah they're a, yeah they're a weird team and yeah that, that, that you shouldn't have players like von miller and players like that and be so average i don't think it's no <laughs> but they just are and that yeah yeah let's move on Let's move on to uh, Ryan Bamber's question. If you could pick your best combo of quarterback, wide receiver, running back, and defense, who would it be? I'm assuming he's gone for Rodgers, Tyreek Hill, Todd Gurley, and the Rams defense. Um, well, I don't know actually. I guess I guess Rodgers. I would Although, I'd still go Brady. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I have to pick Rodgers just so it doesn't look like I'm massively biased. I I I might be alone on this, but I don't get the Aaron Rodgers hype like he's good but one Super Bowl I feel like yeah I feel like he needs to add at least another one but I, I feel like a lot of that the greatest is greatest ever like he's not Tom yeah Brady is. it's as simple as that yeah so obviously I come down to the Brady side on that one uh, I, I feel like at this stage with a 40 what is he now 40 is he 41 Brady yeah. um I feel like I'm taking Aaron Rodgers, but if you're giving me peak Rodgers first peak Brady, I'm taking Brady every time. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers is sneaky old. I think he's mid-30s now as well. Yeah, and I think that's the thing with him. He's not got tons of time left to fix this. But Probably why he's quite I've, angry all the time now. I think the thing with Rodgers, when he's at his best, he is unbelievable. And he, yeah, he's magic. He could win any game, couldn't he? He's just yeah. incredible. But yeah, I feel like he has more... More lows than a lot of the other sort of the other elite quarterbacks around. And I think of Rogers, the, the, the highlight plays for him are throwing massive heaving hail marys and then eventually yeah. losing the games. It's not that's not what you want from a, the quarterback. But I can get why he would be. And he's in the top three definitely. It, it, he'd be three for me behind Brady and Breeze. Uh, I, I feel like I feel like if I'm drafting a quarterback for, or taking a quarterback for this season, I'm taking Rogers every time, like as they are now. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Breeze is thirty nine, Brady's forty one. So. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I-, I find it hard to argue with someone that said they'd rather take Brady or Breeze. Really, that's fair enough. Uh, wide receiver, I'm taking Michael uh, Thomas every time. Oh, man's hands are glue. I've also got Michael Thomas. <laughs> I just ran it down now in the league for me. I-, I didn't. I didn't expect that. I thought. I thought Michael Thomas was a bit of a an outside pick, but oh, yeah, no. I really. I-, I think he's everything you want in a wide receiver. Yeah, he's big. He catches everything. 
He's, he's really far, sneaky quick as well. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah, he's everything you could want. So it's hard. Again, it's another one. If someone said Hopkins or Beckham or Brown, whoever, whoever else it is you want, then I wouldn't argue too much. But no. it's just a matter of opinions and who, what sort of play you like. But yeah, yeah, I, I love Michael Thomas. Running back wise, I feel like if you're giving me them at their best, then I'm still taking Bell. <laughs> We're on the, the same wavelength, mate. I'm taking over your bed as well. Uh, so ob- obviously, right now it's all the weird situation. But if you're giving me them and they're healthy, 100% fit, then yeah, give me Le'Veon Bell yeah, over all the others. Freak out of that backfield. He can do yeah. literally everything and line up as a wide receiver as well. He's he's immense. And I, f- I feel like if you polled a lot of people, that Gurley would probably end up coming out on top. But yeah, Zeke as well would be all right up there. Yeah, I feel like Gurley's had that down year, which just gives the edge to Bell for me. Yeah, no, I'm on that. Um, Defence-wise, you taking the Rams? Yeah, I'm taking the Rams. <laughs> so, it's just I, 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 I just feel like I can't take anyone else because they're just so good. I, I can't. So much I talent. can't take the Rams. I'm going to take Denver because I love Von Miller. He is, I think, he is the best defensive player in the league. He's surrounded yeah. by lesser talent, and I just cannot pick the Rams for this. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> the, the, the Browns are um, sorry, not the Browns. The uh, Bears are pretty good this season yeah, so far. They're, they're going to be good for a while as well. I think. Yeah, I think they've got a lot of good young players mm. added to Mac and a couple of others in there. Yeah, they're. They're a defence that are here to stay for a while. Definitely. Uh, question from James Bride. Will my Cardinals ever be half-decent again? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I watched the Cardinals-Seahawks game at the weekend, and it's going to be a long road because outside of Larry Fitzgerald, your receivers cannot catch a ball because you were getting open behind our uh, defensive backs often and just dropping everything that came your way. Uh, Christian Kirk looks good, but again got a case of the dropsies Josh Rosen looked good I've, I feel I, I've never come out of a win thinking we've been unhappy before but I was unhappy that we won that game because the Cardinals actually played better than we did so cheer up James they'll be alright yeah I, I agree with you really I, it's just cycles isn't it in the NFL yeah. it just happens there's not there's not many teams that have managed to avoid them cycles and they're the ones like the Patriots and mm. the Steelers and I guess the Packers and a couple of other teams. Defensive players the Cardinals have got rid of in the last couple of seasons. Yeah, there's a lot of players there, isn't there? And yeah, I, I, they'll be. I think they'll be good soon. I'm. I'm not convinced by the head coach. Uh, no, but it's still early to really. He's, he's, had, he's had four games to charge, hasn't he? Then it's hard to really say. But I don't know. I feel like he's missing something there. Yeah. Uh, question from uh, Gary Burke. Has a group of fans ever gone more carried away with a three-game win streak than the Dolphins? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no. But I felt like they looked good in them first three weeks, to be fair to them. They looked effective, didn't they? They weren't yeah, rushing, but they were getting the job done. Yeah, and I feel like losing the division game, I know it was an absolute hammering for the Patriots, but mm. I feel like things went... I think like things broke well for the Patriots. I don't think... we. I don't know. We probably weren't that... As dominant as the scoreline probably says, I, I feel like they're a little bit better than that. The, the Dolphins. I, don't, yeah. I still don't think they were great or anything last week, but yeah, I think they're a little bit better than that scoreline suggests. But yeah, I think that is what they are. They're going to be a team that's probably going to end up finishing somewhere between I don't know six and ten and ten and six, and yeah. being in the hunt for a, a wild card spot with 
four or five weeks to go. Yeah, I think they'll win a few, they'll lose a few. They'll yeah, they'll go in little little cycles like that throughout the season. Uh questions from Twitter then. Uh David who's at AFC C B ten seventy nine. Um what teams will be needing a quarterback in the draft next year? And do the Jags really need Leonard Fournette when they have Yeldon and Grant? Um start with quarterbacks first. Who needs a quarterback? I feel like have a look through. There's less teams next year that's going to be desperate for a quarterback than there's probably been in a long time. You've got New York. Giants. Yeah. Two men need one. Maybe the Bucks. Yes, possibly. Depending on what Winston does this season. And then it's, there's a few teams that are probably either looking to draft a, a quarterback to replace an aging quarterback, like a, a Saints, but they've got Bridgewater, so we don't know what happens yeah. there. And maybe like the Chargers for Rivers. Um yeah, outside Maybe. of that, really. Yeah, there's no teams. I feel like the Giants are the one that will be desperate for a quarterback. Yeah, but other than that, one, yeah. And if I think if Denver finish low, low, if they finish early in the, the draft, then they can definitely take a QB early. Yeah, because I don't feel like you're going to pass up on a really great quarterback uh, to keep Case Keenum. Really, are no. you? No matter what contract you're giving him or anything like that, <laughs> it's not like he's on some crazy contract anyway, is it? But no, he, yeah, working on an even better one. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like the list is shorter than it probably has been in the past. Yeah, um, the Seahawks maybe would they be up there? Depending on what happens with Wilson. Well, we got. I think Brett they Hunley, might. Brown is the future. They're going to be the other teams if something big happens with a quarterback, isn't it? More than yeah, anything like a Wilson if the Seahawks decide to not pay him. Well, I, yeah, I think that there's, there is a possibility that the whole thing could get blown up. Obviously, put the news of Paul Allen having uh, cancer has uh, resurfaced again today. He's, his cancer has come back. Corona. If we yeah. finish with a bad record, I think they could just blow the whole thing up and give Schneider another year to rebuild with a new head coach. Um, Leonard Fournette, do the Jags need him? Um, I'm he's not obviously, him. No, he's obviously a talented player, but... I feel like sometimes he just doesn't fancy it. And, yeah. and it almost feels like the offence opens up a little when he's not in it. Yes, because you know what he's going to do. He's not one that's going to catch the ball out of the backfield. He is going to pound it. And when he's not there, Yeldon can do kind of both things, can't he? Yeah, and I am no Blake Bortles fan by <laughs> any stretch. But I feel like when he's when uh, Fournette's not in the team, they give Bortles a bit more... A bit more room to work, and I think it works well for him. I think he can, I think he can do some of that stuff, and I think maybe the running backs that replace Fournette suit Bortles better. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they feel like they have to use him because he was an early first round pick. Yeah, it does always feel that way, doesn't it? But yeah, I can't see them moving away from him anytime soon. But yeah, it does make you wonder if they are a better team when he's not in the lineup. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, question from John Terry Sadface at the Iconic 14 um, who are the elite coaches in the NFL well there's one isn't there yeah um, maybe t- I'll Bro- Belichick and Reed for me yeah I had three written down I had Belichick Reed and McVeigh but McVeigh is obviously on the early side of calling that but I feel like he's different to some of these other Young, young head coach we've seen in the past. It's going to take a sixteen and zero season followed by a Super Bowl win for me to consider. <laughs> <Sean McVay. laughs> Fair play. Same yeah, with Carl feel... Shanahan. Those two. Oh yeah, I forgot Shanahan. Actually, I think Shanahan's a really good. I feel like 
Belichick is still the best coach in the league, but I feel like the gap's closed a bit over the past couple of years. Yeah, I don't I, think anyone else has come up to his level, but I think he is not fallen off, but gradual decline. He's 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 getting on, and his players are getting older. So yeah, and I feel like there's less bad coaches in the league. Like there's less coaches doing stupid things. You've still got Hugh Jackson holding down the fort for the, <laughs> the old school idiot idiot <laughs> head coaches, but he is. Yeah, there's less of those, isn't there? There's Coaches are just smarter. I think there's more coaches doing what Belichick's done in the past. Yeah. And I feel like that's, yeah, I feel like it's just going to be more coaches coming through that will do that, that will replace all these old school head coaches that keep getting jobs somehow. Mm. I think you're going to see, I think the success that McVeigh and people like him have had, I think that's going to sort of, it's going to become a trend in the league and we're going to see more of these smart young coaches that, can just out-scheme other coaches, really. Yeah, I've got terrible visions of Pete Carroll retiring and Brian Schottenheimer being given the job. and It it feels on the cards, doesn't it? And that's not a good thing. It's the most, most depressing thing in my life right now. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, question from Jamie Dawson, 82, on Twitter. Uh, in light of Al Thomas's injury, do you think people will revisit their opinion on Le'Veon Bell? I, I don't know they revisit it because I feel like you probably come down on one side or the other anyway. Yeah. Um, but I think I think that you just I think things like this just make you realise that why players are holding out and mm-hmm. what they're doing it for. They're not just doing it because they want they want a couple of more million. It's more for their future, isn't it? Like Bell by playing this season, he's probably risking maybe two or three years on the end of his career that he could earn more money and they have a short shelf life. Yeah, especially running backs, yeah. Yeah, and they've got to earn their money now. So, yeah, I, I don't blame any player for holding out. I think some of them have got different reasons for it and mm. probably more reasons to. But, yeah, I, I don't really blame any player for holding out. Because you sit with, say, I said that Maurice Jones drew earlier. Yeah. I think that's a perfect example of why players do it and why I'll never blame them for it. No, no, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm still on the side that yeah, fair enough. Bell wants to get paid, and he's he's vastly underpaid for the job he does. So yeah, sit out, earn your money next year. Uh, question from Inspector Check: uh, Will OBJ score a touchdown this season? I hope to God he will. He's on my fantasy team. He's not doing a great deal. But no, it's more down to Eli, isn't it, than him? Yeah, I feel like he'll take he'll at least run one in from some sixty yarder, but he'll probably be on like a slant and. Yeah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be more on him than it'll be on uh, Eli. It's just, uh, yeah, I feel bad for Beckham. Really, he's getting targeted. Ten, ten targets average in a, a game, roughly about seven catches a game as well. He's he's getting the yards, hundred, two hundred yard games and two sixty yard games. It's just converting them into touchdowns. Yeah, it, but it's like Julio, isn't it? He's he gets all the yardage, all the yardage, but he just can't score a touchdown. Yeah. It's unbelievable, but yeah, I, I feel like Beckham will be fine. It's not really, it's not really a lot different this season than it's been the other years, is it? It's he's still got man in front of the ball. It, I don't feel like Eli's got significantly worse over the last couple of years. I just think he's been that that level for a while now. Yeah, no, I think that's, yeah, that's fair, definitely. Uh, question from Joe Collins one two three: How much will signing Eric Reed improve the Panthers? A lot. I really like it. Yeah, it is a great move. I wish he had still been available the second Earl Thomas went down because we had apparently already spoke to him about coming to Seattle before Thomas came back to the team and now he plays for the Panthers. <laughs> so I, I think I think he's a good player anyway and it's probably one of the weakest spots on the Panthers team. So yeah, yeah I think it's it's always a bit weird that it's taken them this long to sign him. 
Yeah, and it's a signing that wouldn't have happened under previous ownership as well, I think. Yeah, and it's stupid really, isn't it? That whole... Sorry. So it's a whole podcast for itself going through all that situation, but it is. That's maybe an off-season it, podcast for us. Yeah, but it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy situation that players just wouldn't be signed because of it all. Mm. Yeah, he's a fantastic safety and going to improve the Panthers. You put yeah. that safety behind Luke Keekley, That's a very very good defensive back situation. Uh, question from Nathan Bagust: uh, Can Shady come good, or is the Bills' offense screwed? <laughs> I, I I'm not sure with JD anymore. I think he's he's getting on, isn't he? And yeah, yeah, I'm not sure he's he had, got he much five, left in him. He had five carries. He averaged four point eight yards a carry. Um, yeah, which led the team. But they I think weren't it, really on the, in the game, were they with the Packers? I mean, I how I would probably feel about it. if I'm him. I've been in the league for all this time. I've done all this stuff, and now I'm on this absolutely terrible Bills team. I feel like the desire, it must be hard to really keep going and really be in that bothered about it. And I know they're professionals, but it must be tough to keep coming in week after week, putting yourself through all this stuff to just be on such a bad team. Yeah. Yeah, he's carrying an injury as well. So. Yeah. I feel like I feel like if he was on, on a contender, then he could probably contribute a lot, but... Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like on this Bills team he's ever. I, I, I just feel, it feels like he's almost lost that spark a little, and I don't really blame him for that. No, he just looks a bit depressed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah can't be fun on that team. Uh, a question from Joe, who's at JCO one eight seven. With his red zone struggles this year and last, do the Falcons move on from Julio? No, no. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a quite an easy one. That would yeah, be insane. No. And although he struggles in the red zone. There's a reason that the other players are doing so well in the end, in the red zone. Yeah, he struggles because he's got two defenders on him most of the time. Yeah, if not three, that, which opens up space for Mohamed Sanu and players a lot. There. Yeah, and got it. Is the Rodgers there? Um, Ridley. Ridley. Yeah, Cameron Ridley. Yeah, he's got six touchdowns this season so far. Yeah, that is probably because he's got easy coverage on him. Exactly. He's yeah, he's getting single coverage corner and... at best, isn't he? Yeah, and that that's why, and that's what these players do for you. Like Gronkowski for the Patriots, he hasn't got. Well, this season's probably not the best example because the other players haven't done very well with it. But <laughs> he draws so much coverage, he opens up players. That's why players like Hogan and even Edelman have had success in the past because they've got Gronk there taking away all that attention. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like it's probably a little bit overrated his struggles there. Yeah, he's got five hundred yards through four games. Yeah. Yeah, that's and mental. I don't think he's ever been the most prolific red zone threat, has he? No, but, he is a yardage monster. Yeah, and I think they've got other players that could do that. They probably they could probably do have added another threat in the red zone. I think we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, like a big tight end that could mm. a Jimmy Graham type that you could basically just have as a red zone threat. But. Yeah, you just use him within the twenty, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um question from Matthew Inkster, oh, who's at Matt Inkster NFL. Um can I write for you? Is the first question. Yeah. If you want. <laughs> of you can, Matt. Yeah. E- email yeah. Dave. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, is that the Patriots over the hump with Edelman back this week and Gordon uh, a few more days adjusted to the playbook? Do you think the Patriots now kick on? Um, I, yeah. I feel like the offense is obviously going to get better, but how did Josh Gordon do? Uh, he did all right. He wasn't. He wasn't on the field a ton. Right. Say so he had a couple of catches and yeah, he looked. He looked all right. 
<laughs> he, I feel like uh, his role's going to be... I think it's going to take a while for him to get fully involved in the offence. I think they're going to be... It's going to be a gradual thing with him. Yeah, two targets, two receptions, 30-odd yards. That's, that's not a bad start, is it? No. It's kind of... and all the coaches have been coming out praising him like for his work and yeah, how he's picked up a playbook. So, yeah, yeah I, feel, I feel like I feel like he'll probably, over the next few weeks, have there'll probably be a big game in there somewhere where he just yeah. has that night. But who knows, it might even be on Thursday night. But, uh, yeah, I feel like I wouldn't be expecting too much from him week to week. But... Yeah, I feel like come playoff time, I think that offense could be a big threat to any team. But it's, it's still that defense. Whether that defense can be what they because they, they were really good against the Dolphins. Mm. I don't think I don't think the Dolphins had a drive longer than five plays or something like that until till, was, till the game was over, <laughs> till garbage time basically. And that's pretty good going for a defense that couldn't even tackle a week before. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's just I think it's more about what the, what the defense does than. The offense, to be honest. Yeah, I think the offense will be fine, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, and that was our final question. Oh, there was a lot there. No, there good. was a lot there. Um, let's get on to our game previews then. Thursday night football: Colts at Patriots. Colts have looked all right. I think is the best way to describe them really this season. They haven't looked yeah. terrible, but they've not been outstanding either. No, no. I think they've had a tough, tough uh, stretch of games, but. Yeah. That the uh, decision to go for it on in overtime of like twenty seconds left the other day was just awful. I think a lot of Frank Wright said though he's going to do that ten, 10 out of ten times. Oh, and I don't get me wrong, I'd much rather a coach made a mistake being too aggressive mm-hmm. rather than too offensive. But even if they convert that fourth down, they still got to go. I mean, they've got twenty three seconds or twenty four seconds yeah. to go, probably another twenty twenty five yards and kick a field goal. With I think they had one timeout left. It's not. Even if they convert, there's still a good chance they don't win. The, or yeah, don't win the game. Yeah, Vinatieri's good. He's in fact the best ever now in terms of field goals made in the in the league. But his leg isn't huge anymore. No, and yeah, it just it felt like too high risk. And as I say I'd much rather a coach made the mistake that direction than mm-hmm. some of these coaches that punt for down two scores with about four minutes left and they're punting away. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it seemed like you've. I know nobody wants a tie, but you've basically handed a division rival a win there. That Come the end of the season, that could be huge for them. Yes, that could, really could, yeah. Um, Patriots, on the other hand, have got that win back. They're 2-2, two and two, looking good. Players yeah. Back. Uh, you've got to fancy the Patriots here, I think, at home as well, as we say. That Thursday night game always favours the home team. Yeah. Sonny Michelle looking good as well. Yeah, I I think he's I think he's good, Michelle. I like him. I think I, I feel like he would have taken away a lot of Rex Burkhead's work anyway, even before he picked up that injury Burkhead. Yes. I feel like it was heading that direction. So yeah, I, I think yeah, I think he's good, Michelle. I like yeah. him going forward. Patriots win. Yeah, I think mean, you've got to go for Patriots, really. Patriots win. Sunday night uh, or Sunday six pm for us UK fans. Uh, Titans at Bills. This should be the Titans. Everything points to the Titans winning this, but this is also one of those games that the Titans just lose inexplicably. Yeah, I, f- I feel like this might be a week where you can sort of see if they are for real. Yeah, and I, f- I feel like they could. Don't even- I feel like they need to put a real statement on this one? Just go out and just destroy the Bills. Just yeah. If any team's there for, for just getting destroyed, it is them right now. Yeah, and say I. I- I've- 
it's hard to see the Bills winning. I know they had that win, but <laughs> they're still that same team we thought they were for the first couple of weeks. I think Allen's given them a little bit, but he's still very raw, isn't he? Yeah. Titans win? Yeah. Yeah, Titans win. Uh, yeah, I sort of hope they go out and win by 30 points or something. Yeah. This is a nice game. Falcons at Steelers. This is going to be a fun one, I think. Matt Ryan's kind of caught fire last week. Eight touchdowns in the last two games. Like we said about Julio, just eating up the yards. And then the Steelers are f- faltering slightly. I mean, the division game against the Ravens is always a hard-fought game. But they're 1-2-1 they're one, and one at the minute. They're below the Browns in the standings. Yeah, it's only week five, but it almost feels must-win for both of these teams. It's, yeah, definitely. The Steelers have got a minus 14 points differential as well so far, which is yeah, not what you'd expect from the Steelers. Something's just not right there, is there? Even away from Bell and all that stuff, it just doesn't feel right in Pittsburgh. All the stuff with Brown, he doesn't, he doesn't quite look right. And There's a disconnect between him and Big Ben at the minute. Yeah, and I think Ben said so after the game. He feels like he's just not on the same page as everyone else, and that's not good. That's Four bad. weeks in, you, <laughs> yeah, you should at least be sort of getting there, and he, it doesn't feel like they are. No, Brown was at training camp. We saw him turn up in all sorts of vehicles every day. He was, he was there. <laughs> they should have a connection. For the yeah, Falcons, though, they're one and three. Like I said, this is must win. Yeah, it's... Because this division's I, out of sight if they lose today, uh, on Sunday. Yeah, if they, if they lose again... They almost have to go unbeaten for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, or close to it, don't they? Panthers and Saints again and the Bucks again. That's going to be almost impossible. Yeah, you feel like in that division they're probably going to need, I don't know, what, at least 11 wins. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even that feels on the low side. Yeah. Uh, yeah, loss here. And yeah, they can lose one more game after that. And that's not easy. <laughs> They've got five more divisional games to play. Yeah, it's, 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 feels, it's, it's a massive game this for so early in the season. Yeah. This could really shape the rest of the season and how it goes. This must be on Sky Sports. Oh, I'd that. hope so. I don't know what the Sky games are this week, but looking well, at the others at that time. Games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it probably is the Jags, actually. They like to show the Jags, don't they? Like they? the Jags, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, a game that's not quite so interesting for me is Broncos at Jets. Um, I've got, I put a bet on at the start of the season at 53-1 to 1 that the Jets score over 11 points every week this season. They've scored 12 twice so far. <laughs> They are, nice. I've got no nails left every week just watching <laughs> these jet scores. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're they're just getting by, but they're not winning games. And Darnold looks—I don't want to say out of his depth because he's a rookie and he's the youngest rookie by quite a distance. But I would have been—I would have gone with Josh McCown or kept Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, he he looks really good that first week, doesn't he? And since then, he's looked. Every bit of a, a rookie, hasn't he? He's yeah. looked very, he makes a lot of rookie errors. and I feel like going forward, I'd like Dardle a lot. But, yeah, right now he's not... Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a great quarterback. Yeah. He's got the stature, he's got the arm, certainly. It's just... I guess, you go with, I guess you go with McCown and then you know what you're getting, don't you, really? It's not... Yeah, McCown's going to win you three or four games. If you're yeah. six and six after the season, then throw... Darnold in and see what he can do for the last few last few weeks. But so it looks more like um, Bell is going to go back to the Steelers, doesn't it? But uh, yeah, I feel like the Jets could really do with adding a really good running back. Yeah, I like Take some of that Powell, pressure off. He's he's not going to get the job done there. And no, Crowell, you know what you're getting with Crowell. Yeah, a bit like the uh, Colts. They're probably a couple of better running backs than the Colts have got, but they've got a couple of running backs there. But neither of them are great, are they? They're mm. 
they're all alright and they're going to do okay for you, but they're not, yeah, they're not really going to be amazing. Yeah, Broncos on the other hand, uh, again, they're kind of kind of the same sort of team really. Broncos are two and two, um, giving up more points than I would have expected from them really this year. But again, it all comes back to the quarterbacks in this game. Is Keenum going to outlast Arnold? Yeah, I feel. Like I thought last week with the Jags defense, they could really, um, really give Darnold some trouble, and mm. I feel like the Broncos can do the same this week. Yeah, so, Von Miller's going to fill his stat on, isn't he? Or he should do. Yeah, I feel like that's probably the difference in this game. I don't think I feel like both, yeah, similar level teams really. Mm. They're both sort of middle of the road to bottom half. They're, yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not great teams, but sort of all right teams that are going to win a few games. And yeah, yeah, I'll, pro- I'll probably go for the Broncos, but yeah, I don't really feel too strongly about it. It's definitely yeah. not one I'll be looking out for too much this weekend. As long as the Jets yeah. score twelve points again, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, get, <laughs> get a couple of scores early on, and then you can just turn it off. Exactly, get one score and two field goals, and then yeah, that's it. You're done. Yeah. Just sack it all off after that. Um, Jaguars at Chiefs. This should be great fun. Patrick Mahomes up against that Jags defense. Yeah, I feel like this is this is the week when we find out. If Mahomes is the real deal, wasn't it? Yeah, he came down to earth slightly this week, but to expect him to carry on getting the numbers he was previously would have been insane. But yeah, he's got twelve hundred yards so far this season of fourteen touchdowns. Yeah, he's he's just been fantastic, and I, I, his level has to drop. Just it has to, doesn't it? Because it's it impossible to keep it. But. Even if that level drops off a little bit, I don't feel like it's going to be a drop-off like we saw with Watson from last year to this year. That sort of drop-off where he goes from unbelievable to pretty average, really. I feel like his drop-off will still be top 10 QB level. The whole offence is so good. They've got so many weapons there, haven't they? This is a really good matchup because the, the Jags' defense is first in first in the league in points, first in the league in yards, and first in the league in uh, passing yards. Up against the Chiefs, who are first in the league for points, yards, and passing yards. Yeah, it's maybe it's going to be seven-seven, and nothing's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I trust. What's the, what's the best unit in this game? I don't know, <laughs> and that's saying a lot. That's saying a lot about that Chiefs offense, isn't it? Yeah, I, I feel I'm like plump for the Chiefs offense, but then on the flip side, their defense is obviously the well. Is it the worst though? Because well, I would I would say their Jags, Jags offense, offense is the worst, yeah. and that's probably why I give the Chiefs the edge in this game. But where is it? Is it in Jacksonville? Uh, like, at, can, no, it's uh, in Kansas City. Because I feel like Bortles is. When he does have his good games, they tend to be at home, don't they? They're, yeah, yeah I, I feel like I've got to go for the Chiefs here. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, but, the offense is is the best unit by far. So, yeah, it's it's yeah. This this is a fun one. This one. Yeah, for that that's probably the sky game actually. Yeah, uh, Packers at Lions division division matchup. Um, I mean, the Lions had a big win against the the, uh, the Patriots. The other week, but they lost to Dallas this weekend. And they, I mean, Dallas ended up getting a late field goal to win it after a good drive from Dak. But yeah. it felt like the Cowboys were a much better team at this. Yeah, the Lions definitely they, they were the worst team, and they didn't. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't really throw away the win. The, the Cowboys no. just snatched it from them. 
Yeah, it didn't feel like an undeserving win for the Cowboys. No. And so the Cowboys, we talked about them enough to know <laughs> we we know what we think of them. They're not a great team. And yeah, so I don't want to go on about Patricia again. I go on about them enough. No, but... let's talk about the Packers instead. They're, they're two and one. Yeah, um, they got the job done this weekend, and they're looking to get rolling. Really, they, they shut out the Bills. It's going to be tougher to shut out the Lions, but they've got enough offensive weapons, haven't they? You'd think so, wouldn't you? They're but it's, it's, they feel like the same team they've been for years now. They're just they're, they're such a good team, but they can lose any game. They are middle of the road in every stat imaginable, offense and defense. Yeah, and so as you were saying about with Aaron Rodgers earlier, they shouldn't be that with a quarterback that some consider the greatest of all time. No, yeah, they should be leading the way. Yeah, it seems like there's stuff going on there again, doesn't it? Him and McCarthy, there was talk after the game from him about um, not targeting some uh, not targeting the right players and they need to do this and they need to do that yeah it's, I'm a bit surprised McCarthy's still in that job yeah so am I he's Cause, been on the edge for a while and he's probably underachieved doesn't he over the over the course of his time with the Packers definitely he's been there 12 years now yeah and that, they haven't really won enough with him no one, one Super Bowl and one championship yeah and you have yeah, that's it. It's not that they've gone to Super Bowls and lost the, loads of Super Bowls and lost there, is it? It's... No, they've not even made the big dance. Yeah, it's... If they don't finish well this season, yeah, I think he could be gone. They've, they've been looking for an excuse for a couple of seasons, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird he hasn't he has made a hold on as long as he has. Cause, yeah, it doesn't feel like Rodgers is some massive fan of his and that's why he's stuck around. Yeah. yeah. Who's, who's winning this one? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Packers. Yeah. But it's a divisional game, so you never you never know with these ones. But yeah, I think the Packers are a better team. Yeah. Baltimore Ravens at Cleveland Browns. This is nice. I'm definitely picking the Baltimore Ravens because they're kind of my second team this season. I can have an AFC team and my AFC team. Nice. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like... The, I think this is the first week I'm going to pick against the Browns. Yeah. I'm just... Yeah, the Hugh Jackson stuff, I just think he's... <laughs> You've had enough I, of him. Yeah, I just... I was fed up of him last year. I'm not even a Browns <laughs> fan, and I'm still fed up of him. He's, I feel like he's just, yeah, just a waste of some good players there. <coughs> and the Definitely sooner, the, the more games they lose, the quicker they can get rid of him. And that uh, Ravens defense, uh, out of all the teams that have played four games, they're currently second behind the Jags in defense in all stats. Yeah, and Mayfield made some mistakes last week, and that Raiders defense is hardly great. Yeah, so yeah, you're coming back as well. You think the Ravens will be punishing him a lot more than the Raiders did? Yeah, they should do Flacco on the other hand. Looks um, look, looks decent, doesn't he? Looks not the Flacco of old, but very, very serviceable starting quarterback. Twelve hundred and fifty yards more than Patrick Mahomes. Quietly gone about that. Eight touchdowns. It's it's almost like drafting Lamar Jackson, sort of giving him a bit of a spark, hasn't it? Yeah, he's going, oh shit! Someone's going to take my job from me. <laughs> yeah, probably worked out quite well for them. <laughs> yeah. And John Brown was what a pickup. Yeah, he's been receptions to three hundred and forty yards. He's been amazing. And I know um, two yards a catch. Yeah, Matt Harmon, who does a lot of the stuff with wide receivers, his reception yeah. perception stuff. He loves John Brown, and it's, you're sort of seeing why now. He was always great for the Cardinals. He just had that. Is it um, something some with his blood, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Was was it to do with about like playing at altitude or something like that sort of line or something weird? I'm sure there was some weird thing there with him, wasn't there? Yeah, but yeah, what a pickup he's been, and yeah, he's been fantastic. The for Cardinals him. are obviously missing him massively. 
Um, but yeah, we're both going Ravens. Yeah, Ravens for me. Giants at Panthers. This one's pretty easy. Panthers for me, definitely. G-Men are going to struggle on the road against that defence. Yeah. Without Eric. Um, Eric Reid. Yeah. If he's playing, and then uh, even more trouble. Yeah, they they seem to struggle against any defence, don't they? Let alone a good one like the Panthers. Mm. They've got to... The, what's the streak of how many games about 30 points for Giants? It's insane. Yeah, <laughs> with the for, offensive for, players they've got. Yeah, and it's not like they've had a bad offence for years and now all of a sudden <laughs> they've got some players. They've had good players for a long time. And, yeah, Beckham's in his, what, fifth year now? Fourth year? Fifth? Yeah, and they've had, like, in the past, Victor Cruz. He was already a bad wide receiver and oh. Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram now and some of these players they've had. And, yeah, the, I can't even think what the number is off the top of my head, but... It's a lot, <laughs> a lot, a long time since they scored thirty points, and it's so bad for a team. They need these this players. Win. They're one and three. This season could be kind of done already. If yeah, you get this. See, it's one of the things. Sometimes that team that really needs it pulls it out, but I don't see how they win this one on the road in Carolina. Carolina coming off a bye as well. Yeah, it's, everything's against them, and yeah. Yeah, tough, tough week for the Giants. Dolphins at Bengals. Bengals, of course, without Tyler Eifert now, but John Ross scored a nice 39-yard touchdown. Um, looked to get injured at the end of it. Hopefully he's, he's fine for that one. Dolphins coming off a bit of a shellacking from the, <laughs> the Patriots. They got a late, late touchdown for Frank Gore. Um, everything points to a Bengals win for me. Yeah, uh, it's hard to look past that, isn't it? So I thought the... Uh... The weird thing of that Dolphins game, they pulled Ryan Tannehill late to protect him, but left Frank Gore in the game, who's about 100 years old, powdered the ball. It's, it's just bizarre, isn't it? Got to protect our quarterback, but yeah, the 100-year-old running back, chuck him out there at 30 points behind or whatever they were. Something weird's going on with the Dolphins. Kenyon Drake had two carries this week. Um, Brock Osweiler actually had a, more yards on the ground than Kenyon Drake did. It's odd, isn't it? Unless there's some sort of injury we don't really know about, but that doesn't really happen in the NFL with how they report stuff. Yeah, everything has to be reported. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really odd because he looked like he looked like he was their one good play or one real playmaker. Yeah, and yeah, they seem to be going away from him for whatever reason. Going with the old man, the inconvenient yeah. truth. Frank Gore. It doesn't to me. That doesn't seem like a good recipe for success. No, <laughs> to be relying on Gore. In 2018, no, not at all. Um, Raiders at Chargers in the first of our 905 games in the UK. Um, this should be a good game. Raiders got some offense finally last week. Chargers are, are doing Charger things, aren't they? They should be better than they're doing, but they're just they're just not. Every season they do this. Two yeah, and two e- currently. Every year they get picked as this like quite a trendy team to yeah, pick for the Super Bowl. Horse. Yeah. And I know they get their injuries every year, but they're still not great. No. They've got Melvin Gordon, who's, I think, sneakily a top, might even be top three or four running back in the league this year. Yeah. Or just, at, like, top three or four running back in the league. And, yeah, Philip Rivers, who's supposedly still an elite quarterback. I'm not convinced myself, but... No, I think time was taking its ravages on him. And having yeah. nine kids doesn't, doesn't help as well. <laughs> no, <laughs> Tired, isn't I've it? got one on my kid, let alone having that many. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're all, an odd team of Chargers because on paper they should be, yeah, contender every year or yeah. close to it. And I imagine 
without looking it up, I imagine they've missed the playoffs more than they've actually been a real contender for a Super Bowl. They must have done. I can only remember one year in the past couple of like eight or nine years that they've made the playoffs, and that was and that's, of, that's terrible, isn't it? Ronnie Brown was their running back. Yes, <laughs> that that shouldn't be the case for a team like the Chargers, should it? No, I mean it's a tough division, but it's not that tough. Like, no, and it has it hasn't always been tough either, no. is it? It's, yeah, it's not. It's a tough division. The Chiefs are good, but they should still be well in the mix for the wild card. And I'm not even sure they're that good at the moment. Yeah, they're they're a hard team because yeah, you look at them. You there's a lot to like about them, but something just never goes quite right for them, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, Anthony Lynn must be on the hot seat this year. Yeah, you'd have thought so. On the other side, the man definitely not on the hot seat is John Gruden. Yeah, the safest man in football. Which is unbelievable for a team that's <laughs> not very good. But, yeah, Lynch was good last week, wasn't he? And Carr oh, seems to have yeah. got back to... I feel like he got a bit overrated for a spell. I feel like he was... People talking about him like a top five quarterback. But I think if you want someone in that upper mid-level, then oh, yeah, I think Carr's a decent enough quarterback, isn't he? Yeah, he's kind of the best guy outside the top ten, I'd say. I yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. Jordy Nelson's come back to life as well in the last two weeks. Yeah, and if you can get him going, and Amara Cooper can be like that first season, Amara Cooper, then there's a lot of threat there on their offense. Yeah, Jared Cook unfortunately is their leading receiver with 370 yards. Yeah, he's. But I, I think Cook's enough one. I think he's a sneakily all right tight end. He's always flattered to deceive. He's been places like I thought he was going to be incredible when he was with the Packers that year with him and Rogers, but he never kind of kept going. Got going and. I'm down on him because obviously he was a ram. He was a ram so that's why I'm down. <laughs> yeah, got to be down. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like I've got to pick Chargers, but just because I don't think the Raiders are that great, really. But yeah, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't be stunning if you come out of this one with a Raiders win. This could be another forty-five, forty-two. This could be a really, really high-scoring game that goes either either way. Yeah, it feels like the Chargers play a lot of them, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, NFC West battle then, Cardinals at Niners. Um, this is going to be a depressing game, isn't it? Yeah, this is not a, not a good one. <laughs> CJ Bethel against Josh Rosen and his uh, non-existent offensive line. Um, I thought the 49ers were a little bit better than I expected them to be without yeah. Garoppolo last week. Yeah, they took the Chargers to the limit. Only lost yeah. by two points, but then is that more on the Chargers like we've just been saying? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Teams. I feel like this is one of them Ones where does does it really matter who wins? <laughs> Do we really care? No. Like, think... If they if they didn't play it, would anyone really be that bothered? <laughs> no, I think Seahawks are defaultly going to finish second in the NFC West, and these two are going to battle it out for third and fourth, and that division is almost decided in week four. Yeah, it feels like these two are battling it out for third and fourth, and probably two of the favourites of the number one pick, aren't they? Now, yeah, it, it makes sense for both of these teams to kind of tank, really, but. You don't often see tanking in the NFL. It's a bit different. No. Uh, Yeah, Rosen looked okay, didn't he? Yeah. He made some nice throws. He beat coverage a lot of times, but if his receivers keep dropping the ball, then he's going to get killed for it. Yeah. It it feels like here, to pick a winner, you're picking the team that you think is going to be less bad. (laughs) And that's... Probably the Niners. Yeah. Yeah, the 49ers have probably just got a little bit more, but... Yeah, I I don't really... I I guess the 49ers are at home and... Yeah. got, Got the better coach. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that 49ers, but yeah. Whoever wins, we all lose. Yeah, I, I probably won't even know what's happened when we have to record <laughs> no, the podcast next week. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, just for the podcast records next week, I'll have a look up and see what happened oh, in this one. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, Vikings at Eagles in what's almost certainly going to be on Sky Sports. This should be a good game. Uh, Wentz yeah. looked a bit better against the Titans, but then they still lost. Yeah, it's a, a tough loss for the Eagles, that. Yeah. Jeffrey's um, back, is he now? Yeah, back, and he played something like 80% of the snaps. I mean, he had eight catches, and he looks really good. Yeah, he is back. Yeah, and that gives them a, that gives them a massive weapon. Mm. Um, yeah, I... It's a tough, really hard one to call this. It should be a really good game because the Vikings gave the Rams a, a, a decent enough game. Just mistakes kind of let them down. But is there a better duo in the league than Diggs and Thielen? If there is, it's hard to call it, isn't it? Because those two just don't drop anything. Everything that comes their way is, is instant reception. And they've got so much yards after the catch as well. If the Vikings can get Dalvin Cook going, they're really dangerous. Yeah, I think mean, that that could be the key just in this game as well as the rest of the season, whether they can get Cook going. And... Yeah. Yeah, so I thought it's a really hard one to pick this. The Vikings are in a tough spot already in this season, aren't they, with their couple of losses. I think they've had some uh, a tough schedule, but that loss to the Bills is horrible for them. It's yeah, looking even worse really after. Bad, it? Yeah, loss to the Rams and um, the tie of the Packers. Yeah, they're, they're a bit like the Steelers, one. aren't they? They're... Uh, they're in a tough spot where they lose this one. They're they're really struggling with things. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really it's an interesting game. I'm looking forward to watching this one. Actually, I'm definitely going to watch this over the Rams Seahawks on at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like you won't want to watch that one. <laughs> no, I feel, I feel like, I feel like I'm going for the Vikings, but I, just because I feel like they almost need the game more. Yeah, that's I feel, what I feel like they have to, to win. Yeah. But, it's really hard to call this. I think this is about as tough a game as you got this week to pick. Yeah, two really good teams going at it. I'm going to go with the Vikings on the road because, yeah, Dixon Thielen just over- overtake uh, some Jeffrey for me, I think. Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, this one's easy. Rams or Seahawks? Rams win by 50. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, it's a divisional game and, as I would say, weird things happen, but... It's hard to see what the Seahawks do here to win this one. Let's make it more interesting. Uh, how many times will Wilson get sacked? Oh, eight. That few. <laughs> um, Seven yeah. Seven by Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah, this could be. You could easily see him not finishing this game, couldn't you, Wilson? Just pull him. Just, just don't even start him. Just write this one off. Start Brett Hundley. Uh, oh, yeah. This is. This could be brutal for the Seahawks. Yeah, last season was. We were down by, I think, 40 points in the first half uh, towards yeah. the end of last season. And there's nothing heading into this game that makes you think that wouldn't happen again, is there really? No, and not that's... at all. No, we've got rookies all over that defence. Um, we've got injured Bobby Wagner, injured Chris Carson. Mike Davis looked good, to be fair to him. He uh, he outshone Rashad Penny, which is incredibly worrying because Penny was the first-round pick. He looks well, rubbish, frankly. What well, Carson, Carson not starting, you immediately think, well, this is Penny's week to shine, don't that's, you? And yeah, then that's what I thought. That's why I didn't did anything but. And yeah, Penny was terrible. Uh, he mainly returned kicks. Um, yes. Yeah. Not what you want for your first round running back, is it? No, not at all. Rams going to win by loads in this one. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's hard to make a case for the Seahawks winning this, other than Wilson just has an incredible it's a game. Magical game. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's the only that's the only way I can see the Seahawks coming out of this. If yeah, Wilson just has the game of his life. Yeah, we can't stop them. We can only try and outscore them. And yeah, so far in the season. And Doug Baldwin's back now, isn't he? That's 
He is, yeah. He was catching eight-yard passes when we need nine yards on third down. <laughs> All game, caught three of them for one yard less than we needed. Oh, just, just what you need. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just a lack of practice. Give him another week and he'll be catching 11 yards. I feel bad slagging off Dougie because he's my, <laughs> my favourite Seahawk. Uh, Cowboys at Texans. The battle. Uh, this I don't care about this game. <laughs> no, it's yeah, prime time game. I will, Why yeah. is this prime time? Yeah, it's because it's the Cowboys. Yeah, I guess it's the yeah the battle for the state. Texans but... one and three, Cowboys two and two. It's in Houston. I go, I go for the Texans, but yeah, I think that's they didn't look great well. again, did they? No, they they struggled through every game this season. Their first one, they, they finally beat the Colts in overtime. Yeah, and yeah, they probably shouldn't have won that one. Or yeah, because well, the, the Colts, Colts came back, didn't they? But yeah, it's. I go for the Texans, but again, I don't really care. No, <laughs> and that's yeah, that's not great, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not one I'll be staying up for. I can guarantee that. Oh no, definitely not. And our final game of the week is the Redskins travelling to New Orleans. This should be a good game. Yeah, this could be a, this could be a really good one. I like the uh, Redskins so far this season. They've just come off their bye week. They're two and one heading into this game. Yeah, this is a good, solid quarterback. Yeah, and uh, Adrian, their two wins, Adrian Peterson's had big games, hasn't he? And their one, their one yeah. loss was when he did perform. So, I f- you f- yeah, you feel like he could get going against his Saints team, and that sort of gives them a platform to really succeed on. Yeah, I, I feel like I've got to pick the Saints being at home. But, yeah, it wouldn't be a massive shock to see the Redskins come out on top here. No, I'm thinking if... Um... With Mark Ingram being back, does that cause him a bit of a dilemma? Because they have fed Alvin Kamara. He has been the workhorse, especially last week. He had so many yards and so many touches. Does does it, adding Ingram to the mix kind of muddy the waters for him slightly? I guess it sort of depends what Ingram does, doesn't it? If he comes out firing, then no problem. It just gives you a chance to rest, uh, in, um, rest Kamara a little, doesn't it? Give him yeah. a bit of a break, but... I feel like I feel like um, Kamara will still get his touches one way or another, whether that's catching passes or rushing. I feel like they'll still feed him. Yeah, I feel like he'll still get plenty of chances to to uh, score and do well. There we go. Then that is mm-hmm. our previews for this week. Where can people find us on social media, Dave? So uh, on Facebook, just search for First and Ten. Um, yeah, some lovely content going up there this week. Yeah. I don't know what yet. It'll be, it'll be lovely though. I can tell I'll you. Bet that. the week will be out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bet on the week on Saturday. We'll have them up. Yep. Um, and yeah, on Twitter we're at the um, no, that's me at first and ten <laughs> underscore. <laughs> Just trying to plug myself there. And I just can't help it. What is your Twitter, Dave? Um, I'm at djg23. There you go. And I'm at rossbell1984. Uh, the website first and ten dot uk. Yep, firstandten.co.uk. Apple's a lot of stuff up there this week. Yeah, Maybe, and so, as one of the questions said earlier, can we write for you? Yeah, if you, if you want to write, then just get in contact and let me know what you want to do, and I'm sure we can work something out for you. Yeah, definitely. We're always looking for writers. The more content, the better. Content is king. Yeah. And ne- next week, it'll be uh, International Series, won't it? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, big week. Fast, I can't wait to go and see us play the Raiders. That's going to be a great game. Yeah, I'm away that weekend. It's the one, one I'm missing that week uh, of this year's games. But you. I'll come with you <laughs> if you want. Nice, nice trip to trip to Amsterdam. Yeah. I'm sure my girlfriend won't mind. I'll, I'll swap the names over on the she flight. She can go to the Seahawks Raiders game with my wife, and uh, I'll come to. The... 
She'll love that. <laughs> She'll love that. I'll, I'll have a word for her now. And I'll let her know what's going on. Yeah, it's like change of plans. Uh, but yeah, let's make sure you rate and review us on iTunes. Um, five star rate and review. You can write whatever you want in the content page, but just give us a nice little rate and a review. That's really good for us. Uh, it, it bumps up the charts. It? it really does. Yeah, the more reviews and ratings we get and subscriptions pushes up those charts and makes us more visible to more fans and spread the word. Tweet about us. Let us. Get our word yeah. out there on uh, Twitter. If you see the, the link to the podcast, share it, retweet it, do everything you want. Tell, tell your mum and dad. Yeah, so if you're enjoying it, give us a five star. If you're not enjoying it, still give us five stars. But Exactly. You so. can put whatever you want in the comments yeah. box. Just give us five stars. Yeah. <laughs> Slack us off if you want. Yeah. I'll, I'll read them out. As long as you give us five stars. Maybe we'll, we'll read out the best reviews of the week. Or maybe we'll read out all the reviews every week if you just give, give us some reviews. Yeah, works for me. Uh, we are still trying to get it on Google Play. It is the hardest possible place to put podcasts um yeah so it will be up there soon and we have applied to spotify as well so hopefully we'll be in more places for you to listen very very soon okay. that's it another week in the book week five podcast in the books week four of the nfl season done we're, we're a quarter of the way done already unbelievable isn't it it's mad like i'm having a depressing season but i don't want it to end no <laughs> <laughs> yeah all of a sudden we'll be yeah, teams will be uh, eliminated soon enough. Oh, God. I want more, want more weeks more <laughs> weeks of the season, more injuries for players. <laughs> uh, it's, well, it's going to be a goodbye from me. It's going to be a goodbye from Dave. Bye. We'll see you next week.